No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. round of applause. You're amazing. So I am sure, as always, if this is your first time tuning in and you're wondering what is he said what about, well, this is a platform that allows men to actually come on and speak from their own personal perspectives on questions that women want to know, like why do you behave this way? Why do you say this? Why do you think this way? You know, those type of questions, because, you know, a lot of the times we'll go to our girlfriends and it's about things that guys can probably answer better. So what better way than to have you guys on to be truthful, honest, transparent, and guess what? (sighs) There's no bro code. So if you come on, please understand that you are helping to empower and heal relationships between men and women. And women may not understand you thoroughly, so if you're holding back for the sake of the bro code, then you're actually doing more damage than you are helping. So there's no bro code. But I will also give you guys this disclaimer. My male guests are speaking from their personal perspectives, okay? So they're being forthcoming with us. Do not hold any type of mob. Do not jump in the DMs and try to fuss them out or whatever the case may be, be thankful that they're actually coming up here and telling us something. So if you are interested in calling in with your questions, your comments, the phone number is 515-602-9647. You want to press the number one, and that will let me know that you have something to say, and we will bring you up. Now, because this show is all about the man, limit your questions and comments to two minutes or I'll have to limit it for you. But we do want you to engage with us. So with that being said, tonight's guest is Robert Wells. We're going to bring him up in just a second. If you guys are listening and you are an entrepreneur, small business owner, podcaster, radio show host, whatever it is that you have going on, and you want to network with us, you want to advertise on the network, send us an email to ads at he said what network.com and we'll definitely reach out to you and let you know what all we need from you in order to get things started. So without further ado, tonight's topic is dating first date factors, something that we tend to probably subconsciously worry about. And uh, Robert Wells, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, what's going on? I'm a little nervous right now because I'm in the presence of Simply Bree, so this is an honor right now. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. You're so funny, listen. <laughs> Don't try to blow my head up, okay? <laughs> I'm not nervous. So, I'm not nervous. <laughs> so with oh, and let me just for those who don't know, um, Robert also is like a master of everything. He basically will fix you from head to toe. He is a transformational coach, a podcaster, a personal trainer, a motivator, an author. What what don't you do, sir? What don't you do? Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to limit some of those titles, but uh, I do a, I do a lot. But it, it it all falls under the umbrella of transformational speaker, coach, and serial entrepreneur. 
Mm, serial entrepreneur. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. So tonight is about dating. What, like, you are married. And the good thing mm-hmm. about you being married is the fact that people think once you're in a relationship or once you're married, you don't have to go on dates anymore. You know, you already got the person. So to you, how important is it once you're in a relationship or even married that you continue to date your partner? Oh, people are crazy to say that. So my wife just said this earlier, um, no joke, and I hope she's listening right now. I know she has a meeting right now in a second, but she mm-hmm. said, um, I love how you always pursue me. I love mm-hmm. how you always pursue me. When we got married, my vows, one, some of my vows, it was mm-hmm. I will spend the, the rest of my life pursuing you and trying to understand you because it takes a lifetime to understand somebody. And then mm-hmm. if, we, if we are ever progressing people like yourself, you are ever progressing woman, then mm-hmm. you're always changing. So what worked before may not work now. So if you're in a relationship with somebody, you're always in pursuit, always in pursuit. That's what makes a relationship. I've only been married four years. It'll be five mm-hmm. years um, in December, December 15th to be exact, mm-hmm. but it'll be five years then. But I'm always in pursuit of my wife, always. Mm-hmm. I always act as if I'm going to lose her. It's not going to happen, but it's my right. job to make sure that all of her needs are met. Mm. That's really dope. Like to continuously pursue <laughs> her, even though you have her, it, it makes mm-hmm. a woman feel wanted. It makes her feel special. I am pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And then it also gives us something to talk about, like, um, your man may have given up on you, but mine is after me 24-7. So, and, and things like that make us feel good, you know, we'd be able to boast. Um, so why why do you think people fall off? Is it out of comfort? Ah, man, there's so many different things I can say about that. I can say laziness. I can say unwilling to commit because you make a commitment to somebody, especially marriage. Um, but it's always going after what they think is better. Like I'm going to go to the other side of the fence because, oh, that's nicer or that looks better mm-hmm. instead of being where they are and making that better right there. So people love to go after the shiny object. That's the word I was looking for. So just, just mm-hmm. like money. We're always chasing that shiny object, even though what we have is amazing. What we have at at this present moment is so dope, but because Mm -hmm. that shiny object is in my my sights, like I I need to go out there and reach that. I need to go grab that instead of being right there with that relationship. So I'm going to, I'm going to jump into a little, uh, quick, quick, quick story. Um, Coach Powell. Coach Powell, mm-hmm. Coach Powell, Coach Powell. Absolutely love Coach Powell. Back in the day when I um, lost 150 pounds, he was one of the people that uh, mentored me. And mm-hmm. he looked at me, and he was like, because the female that I was with at the time, he was like, Robert, I congratulate you because the woman that you're with right now, like you're putting all of your time into her. And I was a, I, my, my whole goal at the time was to be a personal trainer, to be the best personal trainer. So I spent my time training her. Instead of trying to go find another girl that has another body, a better mm-hmm. body, shiny object, I was like, let me mm-hmm. put all of my time, my effort, and attention on this one person. So what happens is we fall off because we always, always, always are chasing after what we think is better. Right. Mm, that is so true. And, and, is who is it? Who are we to blame? Like, yeah, we can blame ourselves. We can sit here and blame society. We can blame what we see on the internet and the celebrities. But at what point do we stop and take accountability for our own actions? Ooh, accountability. You would throw accountability in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to one of your shows, and it was about accountability. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I wish I had that topic. I would destroy yes. it. But I love, but I love this topic. I love this topic right here because relationships are so important. Relationships are yeah. one of the most important things on this planet because it, mm-hmm. it shapes everything, right? So, mm-hmm. when do we take accountability for ourselves? We take accountability for ourselves 
when the time is right. And mm. it sounds kind of crazy, but 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 let me explain that. So mm-hmm. if you don't know what you want, then how can you take accountability for that? Mm. So if you're if you're everywhere seeking every single thing, then you have nothing to hold you down. Mm-hmm. So it's you have to have something, and I got to get into purpose. My podcast is your purposeful purpose. It's always purpose, mm-hmm. purpose, purpose, purpose. And I'm going to touch on that probably 20 times tonight. But purpose means meaning, significance, and happiness. So mm. if you don't have a purpose to your relationship, if you don't have any meaning, any significance, or happiness to your relationship, then you have nothing to hold you accountable to it. Right, right. Mm. Yes. <laughs> ah, man, listen, like, uh-uh, we're just we're going to give you the round of applause right there because it's so true. You have so many people out here who don't know what they want, and instead of trying to figure themselves out, they're trying to give their all to anyone that holds on to it. And it's like, that's Come how you now. lose yourself. That's how mm-hmm. later on down the road you get upset, you get frustrated because you're not doing what you want to do that makes you happy. You don't even know what makes you happy. And that's the problem. That's a big problem mm-hmm. right there. That's how you get lost in mm-hmm. people. So, yep. And I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm speaking from experience with that. When I was married, I was so focused on what my husband liked and pleasing him and making him happy that I lost my own happiness. So yeah, when I got Mm. divorced, it took some time for me to relearn what it is that makes me happy. What makes me smile? What do I like? You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot of challenges out there that people face. Mm -hmm. Um, And if we don't talk about it, then that's just what it's going to be. It's going to be problems, and it's going to be a repeating cycle. So let's start at the beginning, the beginning stages of even dating. So when it comes to a first date, do you feel, (laughs) I want to say the word tacky, but do you feel it would be awkward for a guy to present a conversation on how the bill may be handled at the at the dinner table if they do go out? Oh, man, that's such a touchy subject for so many mm-hmm. people. Uh, I can go at this so many different ways, but I was raised <laughs> by a woman that had six boys with mm. no dads in the picture. Yeah. So a lot of the things that I'm going to say are going to be skewed because I see mm-hmm. women as queens. I see women, and I say women, I'm not saying girls, in a mm-hmm. different way. I don't, you know... So it's if if a man is going to pursue someone because the man is the one that usually and I, I've, I've I've had so many conversations about this right here and, I'm, and this is going to be in my second book who who is the person that says um, they knew first when it was time to get married the man is mm. always always the person who says that the woman mm-hmm. gives access to the relationship always first but the man is the one that seals the deal. So if you're the one that's in pursuit and the man should be in the pursuit of the woman, not the woman in the pursuit of the man all the time, then the man should be the person that is okay with, let me take care of this check. Let me show you who I am. Because that's the big thing right there is when we get into relationships, we don't even know who we're getting into relationships with. Like, let me mm-hmm. go to a movie. This is so dumb. I think this is the dumbest thing in the world. Let's go <laughs> on a first date. And then let's go to the movies, and I'm going to put my <laughs> arm around you the, the entire time and try to kiss on your neck, and I don't even know you. You may not right. even like your neck being kissed. or, or right. kiss. You may not even want to be kissed for, like, four days, but people right. see that. So it's mm-hmm. the same thing going into that first sit down and we're going to eat, if that's what the, if that's what the first date is going to be, which I probably should say that, that's not even should be a first date, right? Um, <clears throat> going into that, the woman, not the girl, the woman should already know, like, you know what? He's going to take care of this bill because that's who he is instead mm-hmm. of thinking about it the entire time. And I'm talking about right. an alpha male right now. So I'm, I'm going to leave it right there. But alpha male, <laughs> when he sits down at the table, the, the person already knows 
who's going to pick up the check. It can be 10 people at the table, but when the waiter comes around, he's going to set that check next to the alpha male, and a woman should be able to scan the room and say, that's the man I want right there because that's the man that's going to take care of the, those things. Not saying that women can't do it, but to answer your right. question, that was long-winded. No, the man fine. should take care of the first bill. If you're going to have a date with someone, you should already know ahead of time, like, this is the guy right here who's going to take care of this first bill. Right. Mm. Ladies, you hear that? Are you listening? Now, I have no I have no issue um with a man paying um for, you know, the date. It's hard for me because I think mm. with this whole dating phase and the whole oh chicks ain't nothing but gold diggers and they just want a free meal, for me subconsciously I want to pull my, my wallet out and take some money out to show you that I'm not after you for your free meals. Like, I can pay for mm. my own food. I can pay for my food and your food. So, you know, that's the struggle that I go through. But, um, yeah, I would agree with you that the man is to pay for the first date. Um, now, let's let's turn this in. Do you feel as if men um, feel obligated to take a woman out? to eat on the first date just to get to know her? Or is, is there something else that they can actually try outside of eating? Because we all don't like to eat. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on that in just a second, but you just now said something right now. There's a difference between a woman that's going to say, I'm going to pay for my meal because this is who I am, and, it's, and mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a different dynamic from the female that purposely dresses – <laughs> to kill and then goes to the bar with absolutely no money in her wallet, just her ID because she knows guys are going to pay for her stuff. That's a whole different dynamic. So <laughs> yeah. sure yeah. there's, there's an independent woman and then there's the woman that's going to sit there and say, I'm going to do this right here because I know these guys are going to do this. I'm not going to pay yeah. for anything. Yeah. To answer your question, to answer your question. So, Going back to what we talked about, um, one of the one of the first questions is, you need to know who you're who you're with. So if you just want to go out to eat, and then oh, oh we're gonna shack up, or we, I'm gonna hit and quit it, or however you want mm-hmm. you you want to play that, then 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 play that role. Because but that's what a lot of people do. They they go out for a couple of meals and they have a a two month three month relationship and then it's over. So it all right. it all goes to back. It goes back to purpose. So what's the Mm -hmm. whole purpose of this thing right here? When I first met my wife, I grilled her. It was a, it was a, what are you going to do in 10 to 15 years from now? Like we we met at a conference speaking right to make millions and there was no food. There was no day. I I pursued her for three days and we sat Mm -hmm. down for 45 minutes and I, and I was, I was asking her questions because I wanted to see how that fit into my life. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't let me just go eat some food and kind of kind of talk. Let's let's actually get down to this conversation because you can tell who somebody is by the words that come out of their mouth. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take that time and you gotta you gotta listen. Like you have to definitely listen to what's being said um, and not just sitting there responding just like you would with anybody mm-hmm. else because everybody's different. So. We do have a caller, and if I am not mistaken, it's the one and only RG from Simply Sports. RG, is that you? Yes, ma'am, it is. How is everyone this fine evening? <laughs> I am uh, fancy. <laughs> great, <laughs> great, um, great show topic. Great, I love you guys. Great show topic, sir. You have hit the nail right on the head with this whole meal thing. Um, but I will mm. add this to it. Sometimes a meal is just a meal. And you guys just said it. You got to pay attention to what people say. Because mm-hmm. back in my heyday when I used to date, I would I didn't care what restaurant we went to. It's how you opened your mouth, whether I was ever going to talk to you again. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to like the debit card. That might be the last meal or the next meal. <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's very important mm-hmm. to hear what people are saying to you. You yeah. know? Yeah, because yeah, then that's 300, 100, whatever it is, that's, I'll make that back. But I don't have mm-hmm. to stay with you. Right. And that's more important than yeah. who's picking up the check is what they're right. saying why you're yeah. eating prime rib. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's way that's more important. That's true. I mean, you just said something right now, too. It's, 
it's when people go out and they get dressed up and they're they're waiting for that moment. It's it's usually a big fasana. Like how how long did it take you to get ready for that moment? You may got your hair cut, you got mm-hmm. some new shoes, everything for that moment. But that's not how life is. And after no a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years into a relationship, all that stuff it kind of gets pushed to the side because life kind of gets back to normal. So that first right. day, it's, it's just you just hit it right now. We're gonna get some food, but let me hear what's coming out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Right, because everybody can dress it up. You know what I mean? When you see somebody in a two to three hour sample size, they can always dress it up. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, I can get dressed. I can say, yo, honey, I'll be right back. I'm going to my boy house, play some chess, and that was just dinner, and then I come back, and you think I'm the perfect date, but I'm already nursing two households because mm-hmm. it doesn't take mm-hmm. long to lie to people, Yeah, unfortunately. So, yeah. you know, so mm-hmm. the first date is cool, and having a good meal is cool, and picking up the check is cool. But sometimes that's the bait. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. gotta watch how people move. Yeah. You know. Mm, very yeah. good point. Aw, thank you so much, RG, for calling in, sir. We appreciate you as always. Yeah. time. <laughs> All right. So in speaking of that, so the prime rib he mentioned, Robert, where do you think <laughs> The expectations of fine dining either on the first date or the second date come from. And we're talking about Papa Do's, Ruth Chris, um, uh, Fountain Blue. We're going to Popeye's. For the first date, we're going to Popeye's. We ain't going to no, no fine dining. No, I'm just joking. No, we're not going to fine dining. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So again, I, I gotta bring it back down to purpose again. I'm somebody that always listens. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a person that's in self development all day and all night long. And mm. one of my people that I listen to is Dave Ramsey. He just touched on this. Dave mm. Ramsey, his his business. If you guys don't know who Dave Ramsey is, uh, the, the the top guru in the world of uh, getting out of debt, right? His business okay. grosses over two hundred million dollars a year. My man makes a ridiculous amount of money, and he talked. We talked. They talked about this on there. The same topic. Um, one of his co-hosts uh, was going to go on a date, and because um, he told the girl that um, he wasn't going to spend five hundred dollars for a meal because he's on a budget, she was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I'm not going to go on on this date." And it blew what? up the Twitter, it blew up Instagram, all this stuff. And she's like, oh, I'm not going to talk to you. And then she turned around and saw that he's on a national, national, worldwide <laughs> radio show. And she was like, oh, oh, let's, let's, do, this, let's do this date. Uh-uh. I didn't know you were on a budget because that's who you are. Like my man makes, uh, not Dave Ramsey, but his co-host makes millions of dollars. But he's on yeah. a budget. So it goes back, it goes back to that. No, no. You, you, she wanted something, and then she again. She wanted a expensive meal, and then after she saw him, uh, like, oh, he's on a national show. He's a best-selling author of, of I believe, two books. But I know one book. Oh, I, now I want to get with him. So he's like, no, no, I'm on a budget. So I was, I was joking about the Popeyes. I mean, unless that's your, that's your cup of tea. Um, I like chicken. That's chicken and biscuits. Yo, I love chicken. I'm, 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 I'm black, so, you know, I'm, I'm predisposed to like chicken. <laughs> like Dave Chappelle said. <laughs> I've got to get my chicken. Oh, wait. Side note real quick. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, it doesn't matter how much exercise I do, uh, seven certifications, personal, personal trainer, all that good stuff. I eat I eat fried chicken probably once a week. I've got to let y'all know. Oh. That. So fried chicken <laughs> so got to be on the menu. Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Um, but no, no, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, um, there, there should be no fine dining for, Mm -hmm. for a minute because that shows the true colors of of the person. Do you want, do you want me for my money? Do you want me for what I can do for you? Which in a sense, that's, that's kind of what a relationship, that's what a relationship is, but it should be about a human connection because like my, my best friend, my brother from another mother, Thomas, Mm -hmm. Said it too because he's been married longer than me. Still, mm-hmm. still one of my still one of my mentors. Said it too. He's like, what's going to happen when 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 um we get overweight? What's going to happen when when the money goes away? What's going to happen when all this stuff? Because money comes and goes. It's a cycle, right? Just mm-hmm. like your weight, you you might go up in weight, you might go down in weight. So what's going to go? 
or that, that human communication is what's super important. So if mm-hmm. that's not a factor at the beginning of everything, then you truly don't have anything. Right. Yeah. There goes your foundation. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really good answer. Now, because women, we as women, we tend to overthink a lot of things to the point we will stress ourselves out. And meanwhile, you guys are over there just twiddling your thumbs. What are some things that you feel women might stress over when it comes to first dates or even just the beginning stages of dating that men really don't pay attention to? Man, this is probably a thousand things. Um, (laughs) Women, (laughs) because guys are are straightforward. Women connect the dots on everything. Like, I'm the smartest, dumbest person on this planet. Right. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like I called you before this, like, hey, how can I hook up my mic? And you're like, Oh, you probably supposed to call in. I'm like, Oh, my, my bad. Let me go let, let me get this set up, right? Smartest young person on, on this planet. So women women their minds are, are amazing and crazy. They think about every single thing. So mm-hmm. it's like, how do I how do I get my hair done? Or or my hair should look like this so it can attract him. He likes long hair. He likes short hair. Maybe this dress is a little bit too tight, or maybe it's not tight enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wearing too much makeup, or I'm not wearing enough makeup. So all, there's there's so many factors in that because women think about everything. Yeah. Everything. We always guys think about like the end result. Like I'm a very end result driven person, and mm-hmm. I'm very visionary but I'm not manager, like all the little dots in between. Mm-hmm. Women are managers. Women women can hold a baby, do taxes, watch a movie, be on the same, on, on the phone at the same time, and be yep. working out. I'm like, yo, how did you yep. manage to do all that? I, I could yep. do one thing at a time. And so cook it's like, something. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it cook something. I, I yep. look at my wife and I look at women all the time, like how is that even possible? I can't do all of those different things. So guys are very easy. I'm going to say this right here. Guys are very easy. Um, <laughs> guys need love. I don't care if you're listening to this and you're, you're, you're a guy. I want you to hear this and understand this. Guys need and want love, and I'm not talking about mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. That's, that's part of it. But guys need, guys need both of those. Guys need emotional support. Mm-hmm. Guys need presence. Guys need um, commitment. Like, I'm committed to you. I know this woman is not going to go out on me. She's committed to me and to what we're going to build. I mean, and there, there's so many other things, but guys are very easy. And if women can understand that guys are easy, then, then all of the thousand multitasking things, and I said that wrong, uh, all <laughs> the little things, it, it truly doesn't matter. Right. Mm. You hit the nail on the head. Like, all of what you said is very true. Um, Women, like, I'll speak for myself. When I wear a wig, right, and I'm Mm -hmm. going on a date with a guy, I'm sitting here saying to myself, I wonder if he can see the lace front. Like, I know I blended it really well. (laughs) Or if I got uh, eyelash extensions on, I'm like, okay, he looked like he's looking in my eyes, but can he tell I got fake lashes on? Like I mm. yeah yeah and and it, it, that's just I think it's natural for us yeah because uh, yeah, that's I mean that's that's why that's why women were made the way they are and men men are made the way they are and why we are supposed to coincide with each other and not separate because right. a man can't do what a woman can do and a woman can't do what a man can do and what happens is the lines get crossed like let me be the man in this relationship when you're the woman. Or let me be the woman in this relationship when you are the man. It has nothing to do with being the sole provider, being the person that is making more money. That has nothing to do with it. Just because you make more money and you're the woman, that doesn't make you the man of the house. You still have right. a man. Or if, yeah. you, if you are the man, and it's, and it's vice versa. So, and that's when the lines get, get crossed. It, it, it is funny that you say that about a lace wig and all these different things. <laughs> uh, for, I, because I know this stuff now because – it's my job, going back earlier, it's my job to know everything about a woman. Like, I'm talking about, um, and I'm about to get deep, guys. Listen to this, what I'm about to say right now. I'm talking about the clitoris, all these different things you mm-hmm. need to know about a woman. And if you are with a woman, a black woman in particular, 
and she wears wigs, all women wear wigs, but if she wears wigs, you need to know about that stuff. You need to mm-hmm. know about the things that, that make her happy. You need to know about all these different things. Not that you need to go put on a wig or buy her a wig, <laughs> but those conversations are going to, those conversations are, are going to, are going to, uh, they're going to pop up. It's just right. understanding what it is to uh, be with someone is, is so important. And in order yeah. to do that, it goes back to what I said earlier, it's pursuing that person. We lose mm-hmm. sight of pursuit of the person. <clears throat> Mm, 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 mm. So I have a, a a funny, embarrassing story to tell you really quickly. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <sighs> so a friend of mine, this was a new guy that I had met, and we were getting to know each other, and we happened to meet on my birthday. So Uh-oh. we ended up spending my birthday weekend hanging out, and we went to – are you in Georgia? I'm not in Georgia. My uh, okay. My – Godmom, my wife, Godmom, I don't know, my wife, my wife's mom, my mama, but my wife's mom lives in Georgia, so we go there maybe two or three times a year. Okay, so I'm, there's this place yeah. called Claremont Lounge, and mm-hmm. it's a strip club, and I went with him to this strip mm-hmm. club, but it's not your regular strip club. This is a strip club where the dancers are typically 70 years old and older, Okay. And um, <laughs> we, they were all out, though, because they had to get vaccinated, so they weren't working. So we had a really, really, really good night. Long story short, I had one fake eyelash strips, and we get mm. back to the room, and my eyelash, he's like, your eyelash is, like, hanging down. It looks like it's going to come off. <laughs> it's chilling. Now, your eyelash is chilling. <laughs> He was like, yo, just take it off. Just just take them off. And I was like, no. You know how embarrassing it is for me as a woman who is used to wearing fake eyelashes to take my eyelashes off in front of a guy that I'm interested in? And he's just like, yo, just take them shits off. And I took them off. And it's interesting because ever since then, I've never worn fake eyelashes around him. And it makes That's me feel so comfortable and so being myself. So... The little That's stuff like that about. will stress the woman yeah, the, out. Cause... So let me ask you, because I find this hilarious, and I'm, I always do this with my wife. Women that wear eyelashes, they look like they're tired. Like, it's all, all the time. It, it looks like they're they real heavy on the eyes. Like, are you ready to go to sleep? Like Kevin Hart said, like, I ain't tired. I ain't, I ain't trying to go to sleep right now. <laughs> but, let me ask you, but let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. Okay. Do, do you feel that it's necessary to do all of that fake stuff because you got to no. take it off anyways. Right. No. Mm-mm. It, I really don't. It's just, it's almost like an enhancement. And this is what I don't like about it is you get so used to how you look with the stuff on that when you take it off, you want to go back to looking like how you were when you had it on. So mm-hmm. yeah, being able to just, be satisfied with how you look naturally is the key. And, you know, we we think about stuff like that when even getting to know someone. So that is funny. Oh, my gosh. Ah, he said you look tired. Those are the ones. See, yeah, that's look, when they put those super big eyelashes on those. Like, but, it's fu- but it's funny, though. So for, when, when any guy now, our woman – Looks at somebody with those big eyelashes, they're gonna laugh because they they they're gonna see that. Like the women be looking, going around looking tired. Like she been up, like she, she just woke up, but she looking tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So let me ask you this: functionality. How important is being on time, especially for the first date? Oh, that's important. That is that is important. Like I, I don't. Okay, but but that's important to the person. I used mm-hmm. to be the person that was always late until I had a teacher who who said if you're because he was in the military, he was like, if you're on time, you're late. If you're five minutes uh, before that, you're still late. If like you're ten minutes mm-hmm. ahead, then then you're 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 good. And that's yeah. why at at, at um, my time, I'm I'm in Louisiana at six thirty. I'm already trying to get set up. I'm supposed to be on the radio ten minutes uh, ten minutes beforehand today. I'm already mm-hmm. set up. I need to get set up. And, and what happened when you um, when, when you uh, were talking to me beforehand? 
You're mm-hmm. like, hey, Rob, or something. I couldn't even hear you. My headphones were on. Oh, yeah. Up. So yeah. <laughs> headphones that I just worked out with. Like, I, I use these headphones every single day. If you go to my Instagram or my I Facebook, I have these headphones on every single day, and I put mm-hmm. them on charge, and they messed up. So if you're somebody that's always late, then no, Ooh. you, you got you to gotta fix that. You've got to fix that. Because right. if I was the person, like, let me hop on here right beforehand, then we would have been like five minutes late because I had to go switch out my headphones. Like right now, I'm using my wife's headphones to do this mm-hmm. um, to do this uh, show right now. Yeah. So being on time is, is everything, and being on time says something about you. It says something about yeah. uh, your priorities. Yeah, definitely. Because if you can't make it on time for someone that you're interested in, and it's the first date, then it kind of makes them wonder how serious you might be. Now, I understand things happen, of course. So I, you know, we can't knock that. So the first time is okay. But then if it's something that continues to happen, then, you know, it's just going to be an unnecessary conversation. So um, now what about when you're talking to someone um, over the phone? So, you know, we have online dating. And um, with uh-huh. online dating, it's a little bit more trickier because you have to go based off of the conversations that you have with this person through messenger or the DMS or even over the phone. So if the conversation or their energy is not up to par with you talking to them over the phone, would you still choose to go out with them in public? Like, would you still pay for a date if you're not really feeling them like that? Nah, you got to cut the cord. And that's, mm. that, that's the thing with most people is what, is what we said earlier is they don't know what they want. You were talking about, uh, about your marriage. Like you were pursuing, you're pursuing, you're pursuing. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't even know what they want. So they're, right. okay, so they're after usually the wrong thing. So people are usually after, oh, if I get this date, then I can get some booty. I can mm-hmm. get, and that's what they're after, and that's that's the wrong thing to be after. I'm I'm 33. Everybody mm-hmm. had their their time in life where it's like, okay, this is what I want, this is what I want. But you got to get to the point where it has to be more than that. You got to be mm-hmm. got to be looking for something more than just that thing right there. Because if you say right then and there, like I'm on the phone with this girl, and she's pretty, but her room is just disgusting like every mm. picture she sends me that room is nasty <laughs> but hey look at her she's pretty though i'm gonna go Dang. out with her like, he just looked yep. over that <laughs> you, yep. you looked over that for i don't know what y'all talking for a week you just looked over her room and you know that's one of your pet peeves of being clean because i don't know something happened in your childhood your house was always dirty or something so that's yeah. one of your pet peeves. but you looked yep. over that thing right there to begin with so if you look over something at the beginning you're going to continue doing it for the rest of your life yep mm-hmm. that's the truth that's the whole sacrifice and i think people mix sacrificing and compromising um they mix them up too much because i mm. mean at some point in time you have to be like okay well this is what i like and this is what i don't like and i'm not willing to budge and that's okay um you know because everybody mm-hmm. is different but yeah that whole dirtiness and hygiene Mm-mm. I, I, I dated a guy like that, and I was just like, I wasn't even into bigger guys. I was like, let me just try something new. And every time he came to pick me up, he ha- always had a dirty shirt on, and he would spray himself a cologne. And then his breath stunk. His breath was horrible. Let me tell you, his breath was so bad for the first week and even trying to get to know him. Every time I seen him, I had a hose in my mouth pretending like I was sick so he wouldn't expect a kiss from me. It was, oh, and then okay, I finally so, told him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm I, sorry. Go, go ahead. I'll got something to say. Go ahead. I finally told him why, you know, every time he would pick me up, I had a hog in my mouth. And I was like, you know, your breath has not always been up to par. And he was like, oh, my God, are you trying to say that my breath stinks? Yeah, let's not make this harder. <laughs> And he said that he was going to go get a cl- his teeth cleaned and, you know, the day came and gone and he never went. I was like, I can't do this. Uh-uh. That's just a deal breaker for me. So, yeah. Yeah. Hygiene is important. So, wait, are these questions coming from your personal diary that you were doing beforehand <laughs> and you trying to get some advice on it? Because 
you're like, you know what? I got a little story about this. Um, and I got a little story about this. All this, hey, everybody that's listening, all this is coming from her diary. She just needs to try to get some help, y'all. You know what? Because you know what? I know if I go through it, I know other women have gone through it. I know they like. Matter of fact, if you can relate, go ahead and give us a call, 515-602-9647 and press the number one. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's sad. Hygiene. Oh my gosh. Okay. But okay. Let's just, let's just skip that part. So now let's say, you know, you and let's say you and your wife before you guys got married, um, when you guys would go out on the date and let's say she con- she would continue to make reference to her ex, whether her ex like this, her ex like that, how can someone steer the conversation in another direction without being offensive? And you got to hit that thing on the head. I was that person for a while because I was mm-hmm. super sensitive. I was yeah. super sensitive. I was the overweight guy that couldn't get the girl and all of my friends. Some of my friends were girls. Um, that's why I have some insight on this, everybody that's listening. Um, mm-hmm. So being that sensitive person, uh, and this was before I met my wife. That's what I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about. I wanted to talk about my my past. I wanted to talk mm-hmm. about my past. I wanted to live in my past, and that's what everybody does is is, yeah. is they replay something that is not even real over and over and over again, uh, so they can uh, be in that emotion that doesn't even exist anymore. Right. So it's, it's how do you steer somebody away from that? Is be okay with right there in front of them and say, you know what, I'm the person that you're with right now. Do you want to talk about your ex? Because clearly you're not over them. If you don't want to say mm-hmm. clearly because that might hurt the person, if you talk to a guy that might make him cry a little bit inside. But <laughs> you might you might want to say like <laughs> you're not you're not over this person. Let's talk about this so we don't have to talk about it no more. And kill mm-hmm. the conversation right then and there. Or be like, you know what, uh, you keep talking about this person, either you should go get with that person or uh, get with me because, or stay with me because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm out. And most people won't do that. And that's that, that's that thing where it's like you got to be able to be okay with who you are. If you're not okay yeah. with who you are, then you're okay with someone doing something in your presence that you're not okay with, a dirty room, cheating on you, uh, smoking if you don't like smoking, all these different things. If you are okay with who, you're all, who you are, you can say, you know what, I don't like that, or that's not cool, but you don't have to come at it in a, in a bad way or a negative way. It's just, hey, let's talk about this so we never have to talk about it again. Gotcha. Okay, that's that's a really good way to go about it because you don't want to make the person feel bad, you know, that they're going through these emotions because then they're going to clam up and they're never going to talk to you about it in the future. They'll just bottle it up or they'll find somebody else to talk to about it. But at the same time, you don't also want to make it seem like it's just okie-dokie, you know, to continue to talk about someone that you're no longer with. Um, so it's just yeah. finding finding that median and and going about it in a respectful way where you're not being hurtful, but you're also not being passive at the same time. So that makes mm-hmm. plenty of sense. Plenty of sense. So now, what are some ways? Let's help the people out there in the dating world. What are some ways oh. to make a great first impression without coming off like a representative? Ooh. Explain. Let, 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 what do you mean by representative? So, being yourself, how do you? How do you? What? How can you showcase your traits? You know, your sense of humor, um, your intelligence. How can you put those good traits forward in front of you without making it seem like you're being fake? You're being someone that you're not. Like you're trying to be overly Ooh. funny. Oh man, that's a that's a hard thing because um, that's how it is with me, right? So let me, let me give myself a, uh, an example. I, I'm naturally this person right here, and, and if any any of my people are listening, they know that when I'm on my podcast, a lot of the the majority of the time I'm super serious because 
it, you know, we're talking about purpose. We're talking about all these different things, building your, your dream and stuff. But I still slide in saying dumb stuff, like or cracking jokes and stuff, because that's that's who I am naturally. Like even right now, the the things that we're talking about, it's it's serious stuff. But still, I find humor in that. Right. Um. But but there is a thing of being over doing it over or being over in something. Um, the hardest thing to do is to be your to be yourself and be authentic. The thing is, though, most people are not even that. Though, like, it takes them forever. Like, let me let me not let me be in this relationship and not even use the bathroom with the door open for like five years. Like, I, I know couples. Oh, like, I, I'm not even going to show you that me sitting on on the toilet because that's that's something that's vulnerable. So it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy you say that because most people won't even show who they truly are until you know, six months later, and then that's when the the date goes down. So it, mm-hmm. I, I find it hard for someone to not be able to be themselves if if they haven't found themselves. Like, if you found yourself, then you're, you know, you're everywhere. You're, I'm, mm-hmm. still, I'm using myself as, as as an example. I'm I'm a naturally funny person. I'm, I'm a troll, like, all, all the time. If you're in my mm-hmm. presence... You're you're going to laugh. That's my that's my thing. I'm gonna make you laugh because that's where I am. I'm gonna troll you, or we're we're gonna do something uh, mm-hmm. because I know who I am. But right. but can can the person that is tr- that is in the relationship or going towards the relationship say this is who I truly am, or do I need to work on myself? Right. Mm. And that part that part is a little tricky because. Working on yourself, does that mean that you're changing who you are? Because how long does that no. really last? That's the hard part. No, you, you're, 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 so there's, there's so many things with that. It's, it's, it's working on the things that you, that you can put in front of you and actually get a full view and, and create a picture out of it. And what I mean by gotcha. that is if you, were, if you were in a previous relationship mm-hmm. and that person cheated on you, and you mm-hmm. were okay with that person cheating with, on you, you got out of that relationship after, you know, a couple months or whatever, and you get into another relationship, and the person cheats on you, and you're okay with that, and you're following that same mm. pattern over and over again, that's when you stop and say, hold on, I need to work on myself because yeah. I'm going to continue doing this thing over and over and over again. And this is something I want to touch on right here too. It's like you should not be in a relationship if you don't know who you are because mm-hmm. someone's going to make you who who they think you should be or who they want you to be and that's mm-hmm. why it's so important after you get your life experiences and get um almost like a video game like you level up like you need to you need to take a step back and say you know what I'm going to wait until my light and listen to when I say this my light can attract this other person's light and then I'm going to take a step back, and I'm going to cool off of relationships. I'm going to take you for an example. You have mm-hmm. multiple shows. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a mommy, and I'm pretty sure you're, you're doing other things to get money, all of these different things, that you don't have time to play around with little boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you need to take a step back and say, you know, and I'm not saying I'm just using you as an example, but it's like you have all of these big priorities that come first. Your baby comes first. Your businesses yeah. come first. All of these di- different things come first. So if a man is not good enough and, and not putting you on, on a pedestal, mm-hmm. you're not going after a boy. Right. You're, if a man is not good enough, then that man needs not to be in your <laughs> vicinity because right. you're, you're working and you're building. So your light is up there. So that other person's man, that man needs to get his light up to the point that can match your light. And most mm. people won't go through the process of doing that. They're like, you know what? I'm going to keep myself down so I can be with this person, knowing right. knowing that this person is not good for me or knowing I can do better. You know what's crazy is, um, I'm going off on a tangent right now, but you know what's crazy is when I started to go into to self-development, and self-development is a, is a crazy thing because – there can be multi-millionaires, billionaires in the industry of self-development, and people don't even know who they are if they walk on the streets. Because right, it's, yeah. it's a huge thing, but it's a very small niche. 
like if I was to start naming off motivational speakers, people people may not even know who they are, but they're they're uh, multimillionaires. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started getting to self development, I was dating the same people that were doing dumb things back in the day, smoking, drinking, and they actually said these words like, "You can do better than me." Like, I don't want to be in this relationship or I'm holding you back. I'm like, hold on a second. Oh, like, my oh, gosh. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> what they, they, they actually, that actually came out of their mouth, which, which is crazy. And, and, and it's not to put me on a pedestal. I'm, not, I'm, I'm a normal person. I just read a, I read a lot and I implement mm-hmm. a lot. So it's mm-hmm. just it's understanding that because people are going to see that. So. Wow. Yeah. That is so crazy. That listen, wait. I was waiting. I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we gotta give him his round of applause. Cause, yeah. <laughs> woo! Mm, you, you, you know, you, you know, you know, I'm right. I'm gonna say this real quick. You know, I'm right. All the things I can look at someone's Instagram or their Facebook or their mm-hmm. business and say they're actually doing something. They're making moves. Like they're mm-hmm. they're they're they they have so so they have this dream that they're building, and dreams take time. Businesses yeah. take time, and that stuff that stuff comes first. So if a if a if a if a little boy comes your way, you gonna flick him off and you like no, I ain't got time for that. Mhm. Wow. So. <sighs> that was awesome. I feel like I was in a session with you. Like I was laying on the yeah. sofa, <laughs> and you had your pen and pad. Oh man. So, so yeah. okay, that 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 truly 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 was was amazing like you hit the nail right on the head and a lot of the times we go through it not noticing the behavior not noticing the signs it's just like like for me I'm a fixer-upper okay so the type of guys that I tend to attract are guys who have issues they have um, complications and challenges and for me it's just like I want to be there to help you. I want to I want to fix you. I want to get you whole so that you can see your full potential. I believe in you probably more than you believe in yourself. And <laughs> that's what that's the type of guys that I tend to attract. And I used to say to my best friends like, "Yo, I'm so tired of getting these fixer uppers." And it's just like I don't understand why I draw those type of people. But I also have that energy like just with the, the platform building communication between men and women. We're bridging these relationships. So it's almost like, okay, I mm-hmm. can understand why I would attract that type of person. So mm-hmm. to sit here and hear you say that, it's just like, oh, just tap dance on my feet, why oh. don't you? Just. Yeah, yeah I, I, man, I can, I can, I can read someone. I've been through, I, I've been through so much in my life and I've been through so much self-development. When I say so much, I've read thousands and thousands of books and actually implemented that stuff in my life and seeing the changes in people. I, I can read people, and I can, I can just truly, 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 truly see that in you and just in, in other people. Mm-hmm. And we, I was attracted to those same people for so long. It is an attraction, and that goes back to that, that fixing ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I need to fix something inside of me, and I need to go to the root of the problem why mm-hmm. I am attracted to these people. You're attracted to those type of people because there's some type of healing inside of you that still needs to be healed. In mm-hmm. order to do that, you need to take that step back, chill out, go into self-development, and understand why you are attracted to those people. Maybe something happened to you when, when you were a child, and you need to pluck that from the root. When you pluck mm-hmm. that bad boy from the root, now you have area, uh, enough room in area to put something else in there. And that's mm-hmm. when you start to change. That's when that transformation happens. Mm. Let me find that I'm about to become a client. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this is dope. I love it. I definitely love it. And I will follow up with you, um, honestly, uh, in regards to just the, the transformation, because I feel like there's, there's always room for growth and improvement um, in my life. So why not, you know, take advantage in, in network with people like yourself. So before we wrap up the show, the last question that I have, and I know women want to know, how does a woman know if a man is truly into her 
or if he just wants sex. Ooh, ax him. Mm. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up ax him. They like, you know what? I'm, I'm, let, let me see if I can say this word right. Celibate? I'm celibate. Celibacy. Celibate, uh, uh-huh. There we go. Thank you. Help me out. That word's a little bit too big for me now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to hope. I'm I'm not gonna have sex with you until until marriage. Just say that mm. and see what his reaction is. See if he see if he is a boy or if he's a man to say you know what I don't care about that. What I care about is you. What I want to pursue again is you. The whole purpose, meaning, significance, and happiness. That's what mm-hmm. I'm pursuing in you. Like we think success is uh, straight up. Um, like money, that is part of success, but success is truly what you make it, our interpretation mm-hmm. of success. So a, a strong, thriving relationship is success. That is successful right there because a lot of people don't have that. How do mm-hmm. you get that? You identify what you truly want and desire on this planet, and you go after it like your life depends on it. So, so mm-hmm. say that to him. Like yo, bro, um, oh, don't don't say bro. Don't uh, call him bro, hey, baby. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't call him baby. Just <laughs> sir, something. Uh, 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 let me, hey baby, um, you know what? I really want to have this relationship with you. This is you, you talking, ladies. Um, mm-hmm. but I am not going to have sex with you until we are married. What do you think about that? Just like that, bam. Mm. Okay. Okay, okay. That's a really good way to put it. Um, sex before, and then, but then the thing is, too, she has to stick to her guns. You can't Come say it, and then you start quivering in your legs when he done put on them gray sweatpants and then got that fresh lineup at the barbershop smelling good like Isimiyaki. I'm just saying. Come on, man. My man done put on his fresh Nikes. He done put on that, that, four, that 450 Deodorant four dollars and fifty cents deodorant. He's not using two dollar deodorant right now. He's coming right. for you. Listen. Yo, you need to get that you need to get that ball and chain and wrap it around you and say, you know what? I wanna I'm mm-hmm. gonna hold out. I am yeah. gonna hold out because I, I want I, I wanna see. Because yeah. you know what I mean? I'm I'm gonna say this right here because this is truly, truly I want you to hold me to this too. In the next two mm-hmm. years I'm gonna write a book. I'm gonna say if you want if you want a queen, you need to be a king, right? Mm-hmm. Um you you have to be the person that sticks to your word. Yeah. And if you if you if you truly want that king, then you need to be a queen. And and that's just, it's not no Roman time. This this thing. No no. Just I'm talking about the king and the queen of your castle. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it, it goes back to putting that ball and chain around you, and you said it right now. It's just sticking sticking true to your word. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Listen, Robert, tell the great people, how can they follow you on social media and reach out and support what you have going on? Man, um, find me. I drop four podcasts per week, Your Purposeful Purpose Podcast. Um, And also you can find me at uh, PurposefulPurpose.com. You can look me up on Facebook, Rob Wells, uh, Facebook page, Add me on Facebook. I'm posting daily mm-hmm. videos. I go live on there. I'm about to blow up my Instagram. My Instagram is um, Rob underscore Wells underscore, and you can find me on there. You can connect with me. I'm the most normal, smartest, <laughs> dumbest person on the planet. so funny. <laughs> well, thank you so very much for coming on tonight and conversing about first date factors um i mean this was amazing i definitely need to have you back on before we wrap up for the season so um i'll be sending you an invite to come back on and share the knowledge um everyone please make sure you guys follow he said what radio on instagram um go to the website he said what network.com to find out what all we have going on you do not want to miss these next upcoming shows as well. Um, we have She Said What Tomorrow with Alan Newman Jr. starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thursday, we have an interview, an exclusive interview with Caleb Minter on Studio Vibes. 
And then on Friday, we have Fetish Finesse with Nisi. And please keep in mind, you will be able to catch Nisi because you don't know what she looks like. But if you watch Married to Medicine on May the 9th, you will see Nisi, our host from Fetish Finesse. Thank you guys for rocking with us. You have a good night. Bye-bye.